As I immersed myself in this great hobby by jumping in with both feet with no regards for my wallet or bank account, one game kept coming up as a must-play. One game made every list of revolutionary, monumental, classic, and influential games. Of course, it does not hurt when that game was designed by Sid Saxon, who himself was more immersed in the hobby than I can ever hope to be. That game is 1964's Acquire. It was originally released as part of the 3M Bookshelf Game series. The Bookshelf series of games from the 60s and 70s were made to look like books when placed on a shelf, and they were largely designed by Sid Saxon and Alex Rudolph. I have a few of these games, and many more titles are on my wish list. So many games, only so much money. Since its original release, Acquire has been published by over half a dozen different companies. I found it surprising that it is not currently in production. It was originally released as part of the 3M Bookshelf collection, as I mentioned, but 3M sold that division to Avalon Hill. They then released it as part of their bookcase series. Avalon Hill also made the first computerized version of the game. Hasbro acquired Avalon Hill, then Hasbro sent it to their subsidiary, Wizards of the Coast, where Acquire was once again released. It came back to Hasbro, where it currently sits, and it has not been produced since 2016. Sad fact, I read that the newest version has a 10x10 board with only 100 spaces, instead of the original 9x12 with 108. I wanted the original 3M version as it had the full-size board, plastic tiles, and, well, it was the first. I was lucky enough to find it at a local toy show one weekend. It was just sitting there in a box of old vintage games. So I inquired how much for a choir. He said $15, and I said, SOLD! Sadly, it sat on my shelf of shame for a long time. When visiting my cousin, he had a copy, and I finally got to play one of my first Grail games. A Grail game is a game that is harder to find and a game that you really want to play. So let's check out the classic game, Acquire. board game on your host Adam Collins let's take a look at the rule clarity for acquire as you can imagine the rules from my 1964 edition that are printed on the inside of the box lid are a bit lacking in what we have come to expect by today's standards however the rules are very straightforward and I believe that the rules in subsequent releases have been modified to be a little bit clearer time to explain to newcomers there is a 11 to 12 minute video on YouTube from one of my more favorite rules explainers and he does a good job breaking this game down. I'd recommend sending this video out, it is linked in the show notes, to people to give them a chance to start learning the game. Then you can clear up any muddy areas that remain in about 5 minutes. The game itself is not complicated. The mechanics are straightforward, but Acquire is all about the timing. Gameplay Acquire has a very simple gameplay. On the active player's turn, a tile from their hand is played, stocks are bought, or not, and play passes to the left. Okay, so maybe I oversimplified that just a bit. 
To start, each player receives a reference card that displays the hotel chains and the values based on size. This card is referenced whenever buying more shares or when cashing out. Each player then randomly draws a tile. This is easiest achieved if you have a draw bag. You can also set them all face down off to the side, but that takes up a lot more space. The player that has the tile with the lowest number is the first player. If there is a tie, the player that has the closest letter to the start of the alphabet. As there is only one tile for every combination, this will simply break the tie immediately. All players then place those tiles back in the bag and draw six random tiles. This is the starting hand for each player. It is important to keep these tiles secret from other players. You don't want them to know that you can make a chain or cause a merger. That might influence what they do. As I have said before, and I will again, Acquire is all about timing. If they know your play, then that could change theirs or could change their mind on what to buy. The first player plays the first tile onto its specified location on the board. There is nothing else to do being the first player. The next player then places a tile onto the board. If the tile played is orthogonal to another single tile, a hotel chain is born. If a tile is played where two chains would now become one, a merger occurs. In both instances, more must be settled before play can pass. If a new chain is created, the active player decides which of the remaining chains is now on the board. That player also receives one free stock in that company for starting it. To signify the chain is on the board, each edition of the game has some way of marking that. My original version has a tile that you set on top of the other one. Some other versions have cardboard tiles that you can lay on top. And the Avalon Hill version has an actual physical hotel that you can sit on top of the tile giving amazing table presence. Then the active player can buy stock at any chain currently on the board at its current value. Value is determined by how large the number of tiles a chain currently has in it. There are two types of mergers. The first is when a larger chain takes over a smaller chain. The player with the majority in the company being merged and dissolved receives dividends based on its size. Then that player must decide what to do with the stock in that company. The stock can either be exchanged two to one for stock in the company taking it over, assuming there's any left in the bank, or it can be sold back to the bank for its value at the time of the merger. The last option is to do nothing with the stock and hold on to it in hopes that the chain reestablishes itself later in the game. The person with the second most stock in the company receives their bonus and then makes the same decisions on their stock holdings. Lastly, all the remaining players just deal with their stock. After the chain has been dissolved and each invested player has been paid appropriately, the active player will be given the option to buy up to three stocks, then play passes. When the two chains of the same size merge, the active player decides which chain merges into the other, then the same proceedings occur as I have just mentioned. There are two other options when playing your tile. You can play it against an existing chain, making it bigger, or you can place the tile by itself where it touches nothing. As long as one hotel chain is on the board, then the option to buy stocks is there. Now, it is important to note that there are only 25 stocks of each hotel chain. Once the stocks of a company are depleted, no one else can buy any more stock in that company. Stocks cannot be sold to other players and can only be sold back to the bank after a merger. Play continues until all chains on the board are safe, meaning that they have 11 or more tiles in them, 
one chain has 41 tiles or larger, or there are no more tiles that can be legally played. An illegal play would be a tile that borders two safe-sized hotel chains. So if you have a tile that would merge two chains that are larger than 11, it is a dead tile and needs to be discarded and replaced. When the end game is triggered, players are awarded one more payout for the chains that they have majority and second majority in, and they're paid for the value of each stock they own in all chains. Then simply put, the player with the most money wins the game. Replayability. Acquire has amazing replayability. As a matter of fact, I wanted to play it again so badly that I found an old electronic version that you can load onto your computer. As a matter of fact, it actually might be the one by Avalon Hill. I have since played it dozens of times. Like I mentioned earlier, Acquire is all about timing. So each game, that timing changes. When to buy stocks, when to merge, when to add to an existing chain, when to do none of the above. Each of these decisions will change with each game and makes each game different. Artwork. As is the case with games that have been around for decades, in this case five, there have been multiple versions with multiple artists. I have played two different editions that look almost completely different. Sure, the board and the grid system remained the same, but the artwork on the box, the money, and the hotel stocks have changed. Even the hotel chain names have changed over time. I personally like the nod that the Hasbro edition gave the creator with one chain being named Saxon. Sadly, though, it is one of the cheapest chains available in the game. Lunchtime Potential Now, Acquire is a game that I would put in the category of Friday when the bosses are away. It takes slightly more than an hour, especially with higher player counts. This game really shines best with three or four players, though I have not played it with six players. I think this would make the game take longer, as each merger would take longer, waiting on people to make their decisions on what to do with their stocks. Acquire can easily be completed in 90 minutes, maybe a little less if people think quickly. It does start to slow down toward the end of the game as players are trying to calculate their best moves, yet they also have fewer moves available to them. And if you pick the wrong one, you could end the game before you've amassed your fortune. I have done this before by accidentally triggering the end game, probably one turn too early. Component Quality like with the artwork, this really depends on your version of the game. I love the versions that have the plastic tray for the grid and the plastic tiles. These are more durable. The flat cardboard grid and tiles are fine, though a slight bump could shift them around. I do think that the playing card stocks are better than the paper ones. The versions that have the physical tiles that you can lay on top of the board are awesome. They are durable and, like I said, give the game an amazing table presence. Though this also comes at a higher cost. The money, well, it's your typical board game paper money. Some versions come with a, for lack of better definition, a tile holder like Scrabble. This allows you to see your tiles and keep them hidden from the other players. Other. The only thing to mention here is if you go to the Board Game Geek page for Acquire, you can find the electronic version I've been talking about and download it for free. It is a great way to really get the hang of different ways to lose the game, different strategies that may work only once, but also just a good way to play the game when no one else is around. Bang for the buck. You might have to dig around a bit to locate a copy of Acquire. 
Like I said, I picked mine up at a toy show for a mere $15, and it's the original 1964 3M bookshelf release. That was a steal. I've seen various editions of Acquire on eBay from anywhere between $25 to well north of $150. If I had known how much I was going to love this game, I would have stalked and bought that 1999 Avalon Hill Hasbro release with the plastic tiles and the plastic hotels. I'm not saying that I won't be purchasing this if it ever comes across my site. Oddly enough, though, when I was telling my evening gaming group about Acquired, they produced the $150 version. They had no idea of its value or how to even play the game. So I remedied both of those problems. For $40 or less, this game of mergers and acquisitions works very well in a workplace environment at a lower player count. Summary. Shockingly, Acquire has only a 7.3 rating with just over 19,000 reviews on BoardGameGeek. I am startled by both the sub-8 rating and the only 1,900 reviews. This game easily should have an 8-plus rating, and rating it should be a requirement to just join the BoardGameGeek community. Haven't played Acquire? Go play it before you bother joining this board gaming community. It plays 2-6 to six players out of the box, though... Though I can't imagine playing a game with six players. It feels like you would not get enough turns to really do much. The wrong tiles could just doom your game before you've even had a chance. Three and four players really seems to be the sweet spot of this game. I hope that this review has done this game justice. It has been around for 50, almost 60 years. It should go on for another 50 or 60 years. There is so much amazing stuff in this game... There's no dice, there's no spinner. There's nothing like this game out there from this time period and very little like this now. To think that Acquire is almost 60 years old is simply amazing. I encourage you to locate a copy. Heck, ask around. It's possible somebody has one just sitting in their closet or basement. Check Facebook Marketplace. Check check wherever you get your used games. Acquire is a game you should at least play it once so that you understand its importance and influence on the gaming community. As usual, you can reach out to me on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash eatlunchandboardgame. Email me at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com. And remember, board games build bridges. This podcast has been a long time in the making. I reached out to many podcasters for their opinions, and I settled on Anchor FM as my host. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Then, Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I know you have an idea for a podcast in you. Now is the time to make it happen.
Stay in tune with all things sports around Indiana and the nation with the Crash Course Podcast. Each week, we tackle the big storylines from the world of the Colts, Pacers, and the Indiana College scene, while also keeping a pulse on the nation. We record live weekly at twitch.tv slash 3C Media, and can be found on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be heard, you can catch the Crash Course Podcast. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.